Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks to me. And thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. I am so excited. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even wait for you guys to meet my guest today and her company, The Cookie Cups. I mean, imagine if you took cookie dough and you were going to make chocolate chip cookies, right? You know, in a pan, but instead you, you made them in a different way and they were like in a cupcake form. And then you like, I mean, imagine how amazingly beautiful and yummy that is. And that's kind of how this company today started. I can't even wait for you to meet my guest, Nicole Pomaget. Nicole, it's so great to have you on the podcast. Hi, Justin. Thank you so much for the intro. And I'm so happy to be here. (sighs) Me too. I'm so excited. And when I saw your product, I I mean, I was like, yes, when can you be on? Um, Because it looks so delicious and amazing and a cool story. And I mean, and and then the flavors, some of the I didn't mention some of the flavors. I've got some questions on those, um, which we'll get to in just a minute. So let's do this first um, for our audience that doesn't know you. Nicole, share a little bit about you and your background before starting the Cookie Cups. Yeah. So, um, hi guys. Um, before I started the cookie cups, I, uh, I worked in PR and marketing running my own firm, um, called MB talent services. I still run my own firm today. Um, but six years ago I started baking one day in my kitchen and came up with this really unique idea of the cookie cups and just kind of took it, um, to local farmers markets and started creating different recipes and, you know, got to work on what I thought could potentially be another company. That's pretty awesome. And so, uh, I, I mean, I read your, your, <laughs> in my homework of you, I, I read the story and was that right? You were going to make cookies and then you yeah. used a different so, pan, right? A cupcake pan and whatnot. So talk about that and what, what was the yeah. initial product? I know this sounds a little weird, but, um, my father-in-law, um, loves chocolate chip cookies and I wanted to make chocolate chip cookies for father's day. (laughs) So far, none of that is weird by the way. (laughs) Yeah. So it's not weird yet, but, um, anyway, I'm pretty savvy in the kitchen. So I whipped up a, you know, a chocolate chip cookie recipe. And, um, then I realized I didn't have any proper baking pans. Um, I am really more of a cook than a baker and I just, didn't have what I needed, but I did have this weird mini cupcake pan that was just sitting in like the back cabinet, never used like something I'd bought and just was sitting there. So I was like, you know what, let's just make these weird, like cookie cupcake type things. And they came out great. Everyone loved them. And it really got me thinking maybe this could be something. I love that. Yeah. And and you're going to all hear in just a moment that that has now evolved into baking kits, which are amazing and amazing gifts, by the way. Um, so mm-hmm. how did you go from, I made this cool thing that tastes great um, and I'm good in the kitchen to, man, I should start a company and, <laughs> and put that at the center of it. You know, at first it was kind of a little bit of a test. Um, I started making these cookies. I put together some cute packaging and I thought, Let's take it to the local farmer's markets and see if anyone will actually buy this, right? So um, I started with a few flavors. I think one was just the basic chocolate chip. I came up with this fudge brownie recipe that 
Um, actually, Yum. it's kind of a take on a recipe my mom and I have been making for years and years. Um, and then we had uh, we had a strawberry flavor that has fresh strawberries in it that are delicious. And we still have at our bakery today. Um, but, you know, surprisingly enough, people bought them. And um, I kind of use the farmer's markets as a little test market. And I would test different flavors every week and kind of builds a little bit of a local following with people ordering for birthday parties and baby showers and things like that. So, you know, I kind of saw a little bit of what this could become. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say, so and one thing to go to farmers markets is another to go and expand beyond that and to and scale it you know you got feedback from there like when did you know it was something more than just a, a cool interesting fun i fun hobby i'll call it so, you know what I mean? yeah so you know in the beginning i never i didn't like business plan it out i didn't <laughs> right. i just kind of was like okay let's test this and see how it goes i wasn't like okay next year we're gonna three locations, then we're going to have eight, then we're going to have 50. I never did that. Um, because you know, you just don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, if this year has, if this past year has taught us anything, um, we now know that literally anything can happen. Um, right, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, the reason that I started opening lo- locations is because, um, I felt that I had kind of just outgrown doing this out of a home kitchen. Sure. And I was doing larger events and it was just becoming increased to um, bake for the demand and having even a small little location um, would just help so much with production time. And it just made sense. And also, you know, I found this space that I just thought would be the perfect um, small space and not cost a ton of money sure. um, to kind of grow this a little bit and see where that would take us. So that was the start of our, you know, our first location in um, it's actually in Navarre, but it's kind of in the Wyzetta area of Minnesota, which is a small town right outside of Minneapolis. Um, And, you know, since then we've opened another location um, about 15 minutes down the road in a city called Chanhassen, Minnesota, which is also just outside of Minneapolis, just, you know, a little bit more, a um, little more south. Got it. Oh, I love that. And now we have, um, you know, we have this whole baking kit line, but we can totally. talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So you've got <laughs> the, you've got the locations like retail storefronts, but then you also, you've moved into kits, which I think are really cool and a great idea. Um, Thank you. How did it, how did that evolve? And, uh, you know, how did you decide what would go inside and, and whatnot? And I love the designs. And I think it's four, right? There's four different versions of it. There's four right now, um, but we're about to have six and then we'll awesome. have eight. Very good. Um, we're hoping to have eight by the end of the year. Got it. So how do you decide so what goes inside? Really, yeah. How do you get? How yeah, do you decide so we've what been working around? really hard to create these, um, these kits um, that are these really great cooking and baking experiences for at home. Um, and they're great for everyone. They're great for, you know, kids three and up, and they're great for, um, companies that want to do like team building events. Um, we've had all kinds of people order them, but this really all started, you know, this is kind of a take on what we do in our stores because 
people outside of state don't realize this, but a large part of our um, business here in Minnesota is our cooking classes and birthday parties in our locations. So, um, and, you know, obviously we're doing like cooking birthday parties or corporate team building events in our stores. So basically what we did is take these cooking classes and turn them into an at-home kit. Got it. Okay. So before we dive into the kits, how about walk us through an experience of coming to one of your stores for those that maybe don't live in in Minnesota? So our stores um, are pink and purple. They're really (laughs) super fun. Um, You you walk in and you see um, we have like a bar that you can sit at, but it's like a cookie bar where you can like order cookies and milk or whatever you might need cookie cups and milk. Sorry. Um, and it's just very like fun and pink and bubbly. Um, and everyone just loves like being there. Um, and then our bakery counter, you'll get like a variety of somewhere between, I don't know, seven to 12 flavors based on the day. And we have regular flavors that we make every day in store. And then we do, you know, flavors of the week and stuff like that as well. Um, some of our more recent, you know, we have our classic flavors, we have signature flavors and we have premium flavors. Now, um, some of our classics are like the chocolate chip, the fudge brownie, um, our premium flavors are amazing. We have (laughs) a, (laughs) they're amazing. We have a hot chocolate. We have a caramel apple that literally look like little, like the caramel apples you get at like the state fair. Um, we have, banana split. We do a pina colada, like with cherries on top. We do a dark, dark chocolate covered cherry. Um, just so many different things. I mean, we have lists of tons of flavors, um, for catering now, and we've actually been doing more like weddings and big events lately now that people are kind of back and doing those events again. Yeah. I was going to say, did COVID, I mean, obviously I'm sure that took, it was somewhat of a hit maybe on your storefront business and, and allowed you still to develop yeah. your kit idea. So COVID was really fun. <laughs> Is Just that kidding. sarcastic? Yeah. I was going to say. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, we, uh, you know, it's, it was bad for us, but, I'm just, I'm kind of glad we're not like a huge restaurant because it wasn't as bad as some of the larger restaurants experience because our overhead isn't as high. Um, We have smaller spaces, we have less staff, things like that. So I guess you could say we were lucky, but um, we did have to close our locations for a few months in the beginning, just to kind of figure out what, what was going on and um, how we were going to approach this. Um, so the first thing we did when we reopened is we got on DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber Eats and places like that. So we could, you know, capture everyone that wanted home delivery. Um, and then we started developing these kits, which was about a six month process for the first two kits, just not really knowing, um, what this was going to look like. Sure. And now it's a much easier process, like making more kits, but we didn't have connections with all of our vendors for the supplies that come in the kit and things like that. So it was a lot of um, initial setup. Got it. But now, you know, we launched September 15th of last year. It's been almost a year now. We launched our first two kits, the Unicorn Cookie Cup Kit, and we have a special cookie cup recipe for that kit. 
um, that we don't do in stores. Then we have our pizza making kit, which been which has been really popular. Um, now we have a ravioli making kit, which is a really unique and fun experience. That's cool. And we have a homemade bread making kit as well that is um, currently for sale on our website, Etsy, and Amazon. Um, and in about probably this upcoming September 15th, we're going to have um, our pretzel making kit. Mm, that is a carnival theme um and we have our caramel roll making kit coming out as well and then we have two surprises that i cannot talk about yet (laughs) coming closer to holiday oh good i love it (laughs) i I love it so how do you figure this out like how do you decide what goes in a kit how do you decide how do you source (laughs) it you know what i mean how do you figure all that out because it all kind of goes together by looking at them it's beautiful right so it's a really complicated process um Basically, my bakery manager and I sit down um, and, you know, we have we have a list of kits, right? We've really thought out of all of these potential kits and kind of match them with our our whole goofy theme and what really goes with the brand. And yes. then um, we work on graphic design for the boxes. Um, and then that kind of leads us to like a color or a theme for the box. Um, then she works on the recipe for the kit and the instructions. Um, so the how to, like how they're going to make it and the ingredients. And then we kind of figure out what supplies we're going to include with the kit. Um, a lot of it depends on, you know, it's, it's depends on need and also like the co- what the cost looks like too. And, you know, um, how much we'll have to sell them for potentially. Sure. And then how do you get the word out? So how do you build a following either for your storefronts or for your, your um, kits? So um, in the beginning of this, I did mention that uh, my background is more marketing. Oh, right. I got that. You should be an expert <laughs> in this space. right? So, <laughs> so yeah, I actually have a pretty good um, sort of freelance marketing team behind me too that I've handpicked. Um, some of them have been working with me for almost 10 years and everywhere in between. So I have, you know, I have people that help with social media and, um, and PR and like just graphic design. And we have a team that helps us with our Amazon and just so many different players in this. Really, a lot of work goes into this project. I'm sure. It's a lot of behind the scenes, you know. Yeah. Um, and is it a challenge balancing the storefront concepts and activities with the development of like your kits and whatnot, or is that, do they um, kind of go be, together? Uh, you know, it's, um, our bakery manager is really great. She really, um, she handles a lot of what goes on in the bakery, but it just depends how busy we are. It can get really, um, it can get really crazy just depending on, you know, what's going on. Like if we have a really big kit order, um, like we recently sent 400 kits to the University of Atlanta for um, one of their student programs. So we do get larger orders. And, you know, if we get a large order, I mean, someone has to be here packing right, up 400 packing it up. kits. That's right. Yeah. So it gets really crazy. Um, and then, you know, we might have three birthday parties this week at the bakery. And right. like someone has to... Um, organize that and get all the supplies. And if they have birthday cakes, we have to make the cakes. And, you know, it's just, it's an ongoing, um, 
it's just kind of an ongoing balancing act, I would say. And but then, a, a good one, a, a fun one. A yeah, fun no, balance. I mean, that's the fun challenge of it. What about yeah. the idea of franchising or going beyond the current locations? What is that? You know, like? I would love to um, franchise these locations. I just, you know, I, I'm just, we're a really small team and I've been too busy to really spend time um, working that out, but I'm definitely open to it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's and I think you know, I think we're finally at a place where we like know who we are. Um, in the beginning, it's a little bit of a learning experience, and now, like, we know who we are. We know, you know, who our customers are, and we know how this works. So, I think now we're at a better place than we've ever been in that respect. Got it. It's really, really cool. Um, I always love to ask our guests that it would have been two or three of the biggest lessons learned in starting your own brand, your business, you know, going through some of the ups and downs. What would that look like for you that you'd offer our, our audience? You know, um, I think that the biggest lesson learned is, you know, sometimes you think that you have everything planned out and what you think is going to be successful and work may change. Right. You know, that's and the case. you know, right. I remember <laughs> I remember in the beginning, I really approached this with our first location like as a as a test dummy, right? And I was like, if we're going to test stuff, we want to do it now. Sure. Because you don't want to open 55 locations and then be like, oh, let's change all the locations because right. then you're going <laughs> to no. you know, it's just you're going to go crazy. Not a good model. But um I think that starting these like cooking classes and experiences on site for kids. And even we've had corporate team building stuff in our stores too, that have been really great as well. Um, I think providing that experience has really made us stand out um, to some of our competitors. And yeah, we still have like the bakery counter and you can get these like really amazing cookie cups in these unique flavors and they're made from scratch every day. But like the experience of coming in and like baking and cooking is just, we provide it in a different way than some of these other more traditional cooking class type places do. It's not as like rigid and strict. It's more, it's more fun and really more hands-on. Like if you're making ravioli, you're literally making ravioli from flour. Um, you're not, getting handed like even if they're like eight-year-old girls we're not handing them dough and you know saying roll out your dough they're making their dough i mean we really <laughs> want them to have an experience like none other i love that that's really cool. It's all about experience, right? I mean, that's both. It's what I. That's what I find your is interesting about your brand. While it's a product behind the scenes, like you have an in store experience, and then you know the whole idea of kits is about creating an experience with with individuals, right? And Correct. Yeah, and I mean, you can do the kits. You know, the kits. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a one off thing either. All of the supplies that we include are reusable forever. So you know, all the baking pans and like baking supplies like the whisk, the spatulas, the measuring cups, like this is stuff they can keep forever. So it's not like you use it and throw it away. Sure. Love that. Oh, that's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Where can our audience find you? How can they connect with you? How can they learn more about your brand? How can they get involved? How can they come visit you, plan things with you, et cetera? 
So um, our website is thecookiecups.com. And um, you can also find our kits for sale on Etsy, on Amazon. Um, if you want to reach us in Minnesota, our phone number is 612-999-7422. That's our bakery directly. Um, and and that's about it. I love it. We're pretty easy to find. We're pretty easy to find. I mean, we're on, you know, all the social media. We're on Instagram. Of course. Um, just look for the cookie cups and you'll find us. No, I think it's awesome. Um, listen, I, I'm so excited for you guys. I feel like there's like you've been sorting through like, you, you know, you had the storefront and then you're and then it's uh, gift uh, boxes. Um which I think are amazing. And now you're expanding that line. It'd be interesting to see like, you know, where you take this in the next six to 12 months. And as you grow into this holiday, I think it'd be an exciting time. Things open back up. So you'll have like, you're going to have like this creative tension of people coming and wanting to have things in your stores and your outlets. And then also like building the, your business on the, the box side. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's all been really interesting. There's a lot of changes going on and they're all really good changes. And um, I'm excited for, you know, to just see what this holiday brings um, with more, with as many kids as we have um, and just oh, we'll be able to be out and about and like do some more events in our store too. Because last year we couldn't do as much do in that, the store right. as we would have liked to. Totally. Um, but we did really see um, a good amount of sales come in, even just from that first round of baking kits. So we're excited to see what this year brings and you know, of course, next year is going to be, who knows? I really couldn't tell you. <laughs> hey, that's okay. You got to come back on and tell us. So we'd love I to know. have you back on down the road for sure. Nicole, so I would great. love that. Yeah, it's been so good. The Cookie Cups, I think it's really cool. I love the name too. Um, Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Look forward to having you back on down the road. Thank you so much for having me, Justin. It's been fabulous. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.